Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen, all you New Yorkers. Taxi. This is the 77 WABC minicast. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm superstar Frank Morano. I think we all know who Marley Matlin is. Uh, I would say, and I don't think I'm going out on a limb here by saying this, Marlene Matlin is probably the most famous deaf actress in America. Maybe of all time, but certainly the most famous living deaf actress. She's won multiple, she's been nominated for multiple Academy Awards. She has won a couple. She's really, she was the first deaf actress ever to win an Academy Award for a great film called Children of a Lesser God. Just in the last year or two, she was terrific in a wonderful picture called Coda, which I thought was just wonderful. And that's why it was a wonderful picture. And she also played, if memory serves, the deaf ball girl on Seinfeld, who was an interpreter and was in a very, very funny episode of Seinfeld. She's an incredibly recognizable spokesperson for deaf people. And oh, and she was great in a whole story arc on West Wing as a hotshot political consultant. She's a wonderful actress. And when I say she's a wonderful actress, she's not a wonderful deaf actress. She's a wonderful actress who also happens to be deaf. Well, she is not at all happy about what went on at the Super Bowl, and it has nothing to do with the 49ers coming up short. Well, here's what happened. And I have to tell you, Had I not seen news coverage of this, I would have known nothing about it. And this is just me not being attuned to these kind of things, which is why I'm bringing it to your attention. Because if you're fortunate enough to have your hearing, maybe you didn't notice this either. The pregame show at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas featured performances from Andra Day, Post Malone, and Reba McIntyre. For each of those performances there was a sign language interpreter. Daniel Durant performed the national anthem in ASL. That's the, you know, sign language. Reba McEnt- with Reba McIntyre. While uh, Angel Panero signed Post Malone's America the Beautiful, and Shaheem Sanchez worked with Andra Day for her rendition of Lift Every Voice and Sing, and performed a, the ASL halftime show. Now, I think it's great that there were, uh, you know, deaf, there were sign language interpreters there. Wonderful. And it was a wonderful thing that these performers were uh, able to be part of the event. However, according to Marley Matlin, CBS did not show the deaf performers once. On television. This is what she posted on Twitter. I am absolutely shocked 
CBS uh, for induce, introducing the deaf performers at today's pregame Super Bowl and then not showing even one second or more of their performance, as has been the tradition for the last 30 years. Representatives for CBS did not immediately respond to requests for comment as of yesterday. And on social media, once she posted this, it lit up a firestorm. One person responds, wholeheartedly agree. CBS, you have the technology, use it to uphold your company values as an inclusive organization, or is that just on paper? Because how hard is it to present the ASL interpreters on screen? Another person writes, I think it was absolutely ridiculous to introduce and not show the performers. Yeah, so I think that is strange. They introduce these sign language interpreters, these sign language performers. They have, I think, their picture up there and their name, and then they don't show them once. During the performer. Now, usually, and I've seen this for debates and things of that nature, they'll have, they'll do like a picture in picture kind of thing where they'll have the ASL performer in the side of the, you know, in the corner of the screen signing while the main performance is going on. That's not what took place here. Now, I've heard from some people who have hearing that at times they find the sign language interpreter. A little distracting, and I'm not talking about distracting for the Larry David Curb Your Enthusiasm reasons. Uh, they find it distracting because, you know, it, it takes away something from the performance. But I don't see what, and I don't feel that way, but I've heard others say that. I don't see why they couldn't provide a quick glimpse of the sign language performer. Even if you didn't want to have them in the picture-in-picture the whole time for all three of those songs, what would the harm be of having them up there just a little bit? Now, I I try to play devil's advocate and see all sides of this, and I'm thinking, well, maybe they think everybody that's watching the game that is hearing impaired has closed captioning on. And maybe that's kind of the rationale that CBS is using. Oh, what do they need the sign language for when they've got closed captioning on there and it puts a, 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 you know, a printout of the words almost in real time? The problem with that, though, is it's really not in real time. It's a little delayed, that closed captioning. So I kind of get where Marlene Matlin is coming from. One user writes, we all could learn so much by seeing them, and we know they could easily do a split screen to show them both at the same time. Uh, It's, again, not something I thought about at all until I read all the news coverage of this yesterday, but I totally get why she's upset about this. And Marlene Matlin, in addition to being the first deaf actor to win an Academy Award, she's been an advocate for the deaf community throughout her whole career, and she's done this, you know, her whole career called out companies for their lack of accessibility to the deaf. And look, I think she's got a legitimate beef here. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.